0: Welcome to the Employco HR podcast. I'm Rob Wilson. With me is my brother and partner, Scott. Hello. And Jason Eisend, our vice president of HR. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Uh, it's February already. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, what uh, topic in the news for us is uh, relationships inside the workplace. So and, and coming off of uh, CNN last week with uh, Jeff Zucker, the president and chairman of CNN, quitting after uh, resigning after it was disclosed that he had a, uh, a relationship for apparently it was the best kept secret at uh, CNN that everybody knew about for like 20 years lived wow. in the same building worked together and and part of the controversy was not only did they work together but he was considered her supervisors she moved up over the years so uh, and she
1: and he didn't disclose it when when asked so, right. Yeah. And, right. and we're on Valentine's Day, so it's a... Yeah, My love is in the air. <laughs>
0: yeah, and so with Valentine's Day, we thought, you know, why not talk about uh, relationships in the workplace? You know, now that so many businesses, you know, you're back uh, back in the workplace. Tough to have a relationship over Zoom, but I'm sure plenty of people did. But Yeah, I saw in the stats, they're saying that uh, out of all the relationships,
2: only 20% lasted through the pandemic. So 80% of them fizzled. But uh, there are 6% that was established that were new relationships yeah. through Zoom. Wow. So, but I would think now that people are back, you're going to see more of the relationship issues pop up.
0: Yeah, so you're back in the in the office, the plant, the restaurant, wherever you work, uh, your workplace, you're, you're around uh, your coworkers again. So, Jason, as we talk about dating, uh, in the you know, what's the do's and don'ts? Uh, not like how to, <laughs> but... Uh, what, type, what type of disclosures uh, should you look at? Uh, are, are many companies doing disclosures? Is it best practices? What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it is prevalent. I mean, another stat to throw out there, a third of all U.S. workers have reported being in a relationship in the past year. So, I mean, it, it's out there. And most companies at, at some point just throw up their hands like, there, there's very little we can do. We're, we're not making a difference. Uh, but what you can do is uh, make sure you have a good policy in place to Encourage workers to report either to their supervisor, any member of the management team, or human resources if they feel like they're being coerced into a relationship. Uh, the sexual harassment term is called quid pro quo. It's that Latin term, something in exchange for something else. Um, have a good policy. Make sure you communicate it frequently. Um, but then if you want to go through deeper to have a policy of allowing equal co-worker relationships, maybe ask that they disclose it. And so there's a new term out there called love contract where companies are asking employees to both sign off on a paper, on a document saying we're both in a consensual relationship. Um, but definitely encouraged to prohibit a su- supervisor subordinate relationship that just gets, uh, even if it's a good relationship and it's a husband, wife or two equal partners, it just gets in a murky water. The minute in. it turns south. Yeah. Or even if it lasts forever, like yeah. you, how do you, everyone else is going to think that's biased. How do you yeah. have a, um, Unbiased performance review, it's tough. Yeah, 75 percent.
0: This is a recent uh SHRM survey from last month. 75 percent of uh, the employees surveyed in January said their employer doesn't require any type of disclosure. Yeah, so uh, do you think that's gonna, with more and more people coming back and in light of no, you know, the Jeff Sucker thing, it was more of a, a case of. Uh, supervisor over a mm-hmm. direct report and he was asked about it and denied it right so you kind of have a couple x's there but you know with 75 percent surveyed saying that their their companies aren't asking is it best best practices for or is it do, do you think it depends on the industry or what? a little
1: bit of both i think we will see an uptick in the number of companies including policies to either prohibit it or kind of outline what's allowed um but make sure you go through training. If you do have a policy, make sure you communicate it and train it, especially a little bit more deeper training on supervisors and managers.
0: And at the the same time, most companies, I know all of our clients are going through sexual harassment training uh, each year. And that's, you know, when you look at California, New York, Illinois, Connecticut, there's so many many states are requiring it. And the best practice is you should do it whether your state requires it or or not. So do you kind of tailor this onto it or uh, hmm. or do you just or do you add this as part of your handbook or uh, if I you ha- that's a really that's a great suggestion
2: throw it in while you're doing the sexual harassment and say look supervisors dating subordinates that could be construed as that yeah just, and favoritism too for that yeah moment. just the
0: thought that if 75 percent aren't doing it you know if best practices you want to start doing it you just don't want to you, know, you you want to kind of weave it in somehow
1: yeah great idea Every now
0: and then I have one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, although two coworkers having a relationship in the workplace isn't illegal, when you start to get into Title VII of the Civil Rights Act, where um, discrimination based on sex or gender is prohibited, that's where you get into some some kind of tricky areas in terms of making sure your employees know what is prohibited under company policy and under the law and do your best job at training possible.
2: So how difficult is it So, say your company's never had that policy and you've got established workers, some there for years to say, okay, this is a new
1: policy. So first up is contact us, hremployco.com. We've got not only templates that are kind of like vetted by us and our attorneys, um, but we can also help kind of customize that for each company in each industry. And if, yeah, there is a situation where they've never had a policy before we can work through, okay, how do you want, each company might be a little bit different, sure. but we can help them with that.
0: Right. And, and so, you know, you, you're putting that policy in place and it turns out, you know, there's eight or 10 relationships you didn't even know about, or maybe everybody else knew about, but you didn't know about as a supervisor or right. the owner. Do you, uh, I guess that would depend on what level they are. And yeah. if, if you find out it is like a supervisor and uh, and coworker, you know, you've got to address that to some level.
1: Yeah. I mean, probably the first step is to ask people to disclose what relationships they're in, especially if they're in a supervisor direct report relationship. And really, it goes
0: across just the dating level. You know, you're not really, you know, if they're, you know, what are your thoughts if they're, you know, they're married or if they're dating and live together? uh, You know, there's a lot of different angles.
1: Right. I mean, there there could be, I mean, I couldn't imagine having my spouse uh, like in the same reporting relationship line i'm in whether or not she would be my boss or i'm her boss i mean how do you have an unbiased performance review and merit pay increased discussion and bonus discussion and if there's other people in the department right too. i mean even if it is unbiased and you, there's kind of perception out there that it can't be bi- unbiased so I, yeah whether or not it's dating relationship marriage long-term committed relationship it's probably best to take a look at all of it it's a right.
0: boss's husband the boss's wife right, right. yeah yeah, yeah. So something to look at, though, yeah, and, it, you know, tie it in uh, when you do the sexual harassment training or, you know, if you want, you know, you know, start from scratch with it. But I think it's a little bit easier to to weave something new like this if you're not already doing it. Weave it in with something And the
2: else. Zucker CNN thing is a good way to bring it up and say, hey, this is in the news we should discuss this as a company.
0: Great point. Yeah. Here they lived in the same building and <laughs> that's he, crazy. The doorman had to run interference. So they, uh, the women weren't in the elevator at the same time. Well, wow. Wow. Don't you guys read Daily Mail? No, <laughs> not, not on that. Wow, interesting. So Jason, any other, we got a few minutes left. Any other trends, uh, any other uh, HR headaches in, in 2022?
1: Yeah, as you mentioned, the harassment training. So if you're in a state like Illinois, California, New York, make sure you get that annual sexual harassment training that's required by law at least once a year. And sometimes supervisors need a little bit more in-depth training. But yeah, contact us, for for any of the help with the training, the policies, or any questions you might have.
2: Okay. And also, we're uh, approaching ACA uh, letter season. Yeah. So what, what
1: are the dates on that and who's... So if you're an employer with at least 50 full-time or full-time equivalent employees, that would be considered an applicable large employer, ALE, then you have to get these 1095s out in the mail by March 2nd. So these are kind of like the year w 2s but in this case, it shows month by month which months your employees were enrolled or offered or waived coverage uh, those have to be distributed to employees by March 2nd, and then you have a little bit further to, to submit it to the IRS. To the IRS.
0: Yes, that's right around the corner. Yeah, it is, and that's something that uh, you've been handling for our clients since uh, the first year you had to start doing the 1090, uh, 1095. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, no additional cost for our clients. It's already built in, so we handle that the 1095 in the ACA process for all of our clients. And we're uh, in a, another note.
0: We're in Illinois, so our uh, our governor just announced the mask mandates going going away at the end of the month. Funny that yep. it's an election year. It is, <laughs> yeah. and that they're talking about waiving uh,
2: gas tax and one time, you yeah. know, taxes. It's, it's amazing. I
0: think people are, uh, you know, there's there's only a handful of states left. I think people are getting a little frustrated, uh, both on the school side and and just in, in general. But uh interesting. Nikki Navarro, I forgot to say hello. He's working the board uh, for us. Great uh, job as usual. And you know, yeah, so Nicky Nikki and I were talking the uh auto show, you know, open in Chicago, which is great. It's back to normal last year. It was kind of a hybrid indoor outdoor. Uh but uh you know, auto show this year, so you can anyone can go, you can you know buy a ticket, price admission, walk around, do whatever you want. But if you but that you can only eat something if you have a vax card. Wow. yeah yeah all right no so can't have that hot dog no no exactly so and hopefully you know still dieting in the new year but yeah uh, (laughs) i'm trying but great to see uh you know trade shows back good to see the auto show back uh back in chicago and uh you know the trade shows are coming back pretty pretty strong this year so we we had a big dip in december and january with the uh with omicron but um, You know, Home Builders was last week in, in Orlando and we've got a, uh, our clients have a pretty full schedule of trade shows this year. So that's awesome. Yeah. Good to see people back on the, uh, on the trade show floor and meeting in person. Now I was at, uh, earlier today, I was in a, uh, a couple different meetings and people were, uh, you know, one actually people had masks, another one they didn't, but they just said, Hey, how great is it to sit across the table from someone and have a conversation and not be on Zoom. In yeah. person. Yeah. so. Yeah, the bulk of our
2: uh, new hire interviews, because uh, we do have uh, open positions and stuff, uh,
0: have been in person, which has been refreshing. Yeah, yeah. So it, uh, it's it's good. Uh, you know, things are getting more and more back to normal. Yeah. So, but if you have uh, you have any questions for uh, for us, uh, if you need any support, feel free to reach out to uh, Jason at uh, hr at
1: We'd love to hear from you. We're also on all the social media, uh, LinkedIn and Twitter. So follow us whenever you can.
0: Yeah, Nikki does a great job of getting us out on uh, on Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook. I think we even have an Instagram page. Nothing, nothing on TikTok yet. No, <laughs> we're waiting for Scott uh, to do come up with the Employco TikTok dance. Scott, right. you see Scott and Jason Five, doing six, something in, in my
2: goat outfit.
0: <laughs> there you go. Hey, everyone needs a goat outfit.
2: Yeah. Thanks for listening,
0: everybody. Thank you.